Did we not touch on this before? Childhood trauma. Oh, I don't think we talked about that. <laughs> Last couple days, so I'm excited to hold you up and prop you up. (laughs) Oh, good. While you do the work. No pressure. Welcome to the whip around. No pressure. Where uh, pressure's quality is job one. Yep. (laughs) Um, I am Sean Hayes, and uh, you may remember me from such podcasts as this one. (laughs) I mean, a couple others, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, But I'm not here alone. No. (laughs) Nope. Asterisk. <laughs> what? I don't know. You're drifting in and out on. Why am I an there. asterisk? It's Doctor Phil Laporta. You took some clothes off. Since you know, like, since you showed up. Well, because I didn't want to jingle. Oh yeah, right. Never mind. A little hip hop from Phil. <laughs> Wearing my vintage Yankees jacket today, <laughs> and it is older than some of you citizens out there. There you go. But I'm having it. It's a it's a wonderful day with me. But what's up with you? Well, uh, that you're having <laughs> the time. You know, I, all right. Did you ever try to convey a message to a group of people through a T-shirt? And um, if so, why would you do that? <laughs> no. Now, I, I, I caught myself at – rehearsals have begun for, for Spam a lot. Yay. Very talented group, but outside of my comfort zone experience, being that it's a musical, and outside of my comfort zone sort of geographically, it's a new theater, all that stuff sure. we talked about, right? Yeah. Uh, but the group seems talented, so there's that, which does well, – It's positive. It adds some pressure, of course. Yeah. But it's sort of like, hey, neat, I can you know play up to some of these levels of talent with singing, et cetera. Yeah. Um, at the same time, it's like – I'm like, okay, but I must know imposter syndrome. They obviously wouldn't like me and hate me and whatever. So who cares? If you're smiling, they're probably making fun of me. You know, that's not my conscious thought, but there's all there's always that – if you've got any of yeah. that anxiety, depression in your soul or whatever, it's always an undercurrent, you know. And so when people – when you enter a cast like I am after there's been a show in place and people have fallen out and you're plugged in, you know, it, you can't underestimate the level of like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. It's going to be there. And it's interesting course. that I am a creative type and so then my brain goes like, well, I know. We could take this anxiety and turn around and just make this so that it's their fault. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And so I'm resisting the pressure to be like, why won't they tell me that they don't hate me? It's one of those. Um, but it's really cool people. I want, um, actually, actually, hold that thought. Um, I want to give a shout out uh, to Citizen Paul. Hey. Who actually sent a congratulatory email oh. to the whip round. And he was listening to the podcast of another member of the cast. Really? So he actually was like, no, wait a minute. He's like, I was listening to George Hrab. I don't, I don't know if that's the correct name to pronounce that guy's last name. But George, is the, he was at the auditions when I was there, calmly reading a book. Um, now, let me describe this guy's style to you. Shaved head. Uh-oh. Fair skin. Uh-huh. Around our age, but a little younger, I'm guessing. Uh, a voice, kind like a good-for-podcasting kind of voice. Beard. And he's playing. It's like evil you. It, except he's really nice. Bizarro you then. He seems to be connecting with everyone really quickly. He's like a music teacher. He's like, I, you know, like he's one of the, he's like a, like a, like I'm, a, I'm obsolete. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. You know, and, and I literally. Upgrade Sean. And I literally at one point play his like horse servant. Remember the, I'm the I get hit with the <laughs> yes, arrow. I'm like, message for you. Uh, so it's like, oh, so this is like, sh- sh- I mean, 
I don't want to. It's not a comparison thing, but it's sort of like, well, that's great. The, you know, <laughs> someone who looks like me and has an even better role and is having a good time. Um, <laughs> this could be you. And he's a really good guy. Like, hey, George. Hello, Citizen George, if you ever happen to hear this. But anyway, this is about Citizen Paul, who said that he was. Li- now, note this, Phil. <laughs> listening to the other podcast and was like, oh, maybe it's that show. But old Sean <laughs> might be auditioning for. Uh, so anyway, he did send a very warm congratulatory message. So thank you, uh, Citizen Paul, by way of <laughs> George. Uh, he's rocking out. No, but he's, uh, again, just like a lot of other people in the cast, George, really cool guy. I yeah. totally get it. It's just funny. Yeah, of course. Funny. Absolutely. But this is about Citizen Paul. Thank you for the congratulations. Thank you. Rehearsals are tense for me. They're wonderful for most. Uh yeah. One other thing. Yeah. The music director uh-huh. um, looks just with his mask because we're masked during rehearsal. Okay, cool. With his mask off, this is not true. But with it on, dead ringer for uh, uh, Ralph Macchio. No kidding. Which is to say that he looks like he's probably younger than he really is. Our music director. Yeah, Ralph Macchio is sixty and looks twenty five. Jeez, that's right. He is that you old. Know? But anyway, it's damn. very interesting being in a musical trying to sing well for the Karate Kid. I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'll shut up. <laughs> anyway, point is, what's up with you? I'm great. It's spring break! <laughs> Why can't you be happy? Because I don't... It's not. Look outside. I know. Okay, they there's snow on the ground. something else and still I know, give you spring stupid break. Stupid schmarch weather, but still, lousy, it's lousy. lousy. You're going to upset our Simpsons but it, <laughs> There's a big overlap in heaven. Anyway, uh, it's it's night. We, you know, we, we're coasting into spring break. I get a little bit of time off. I mean, you know, it's not a lot. I've still got work to do. There's still stuff I want to do around the house and such over spring break. So it's not like I'm going to be, you know, asleep for a week. But I'm excited to just not have to drive in the... Uh, to not. Yeah. To not. To not nice have. I hear that you're not having to. Yeah, and that's the well, fun part. Period, you know. Uh, it's and the best part, you know, Caroline's still got a week left of uh, planned furlough from the from the ballet, so she still got we some get to, time. So we get to spend time together, which is just absolutely wonderful, uh, and, and it just makes me happy. So yeah, things are great actually. Oh, also update on the class because you asked last week. They did not as good on the previous on this quiz as not they as did well. on the previous. Well, they also, well. they also didn't do as good either. But so it was ethically dubious. <laughs> it was <an> ethically dubious <laughs> quiz. Uh, but this quiz is a C, but it's written in blood. <laughs> so ethically dubious. <laughs> ethically you dubious. You did not do as good as I expected. <laughs> Still kind of awkward, Phil. It is. For a number of reasons. Well, but you know what? what do you, it's going to happen with 146 students. So, you know. But honestly, I, I'm super happy with them up to this point, And I hope the second half goes well. Good for you. Good for them. Good for all of us. Indeed. Good for the world. Good for not you if you are on the tracks. Choo-choo, the weird is coming through. It's time for Trainwreck Headlines. Ethically dubious ones. I very little to say. <laughs> Do you, though? Anyway, <laughs> I've got six headlines from the week news, except I'm for the- I'm barely speaking to you while this goes on. <laughs> except for the fake one. Sean is about to be verbally angry about. I have oh, but a you're cluing us in already, aren't you? <laughs> Spot the fake and win the day. Oh, hi, asshole. <laughs> oh, I can't. <laughs> Here we go. I'm, I'm not talking. <laughs> Tennessee man accused Shut of. Shut up. <laughs> Tennessee man accused of hitting wife with loaf of bread during dispute. Nope. <laughs> Party sees almost $3 million worth of meth disguised as onions in California. Uh-uh. Humanitarian efforts in South Sudan end as fake dog poop causes dr- diplomatic row. 
<laughs> Just waiting for more comments. Chatty. Company offers employees pods nope. to masturbate in, complete with <laughs> VR headsets. Nope. Pillow fighting becomes official combat uh-uh. sport. Moves from bedroom to ring. And dolphin, nah. dolphins respond to flute playing, prove li- proving live music could improve aquatic communications. I'm not going to talk. I have nothing to say. Tennessee man accused of hitting wife love of bread during dispute. Authority sees almost $3 million worth of meth disguised as onions nah. in California. Humita- humanitarian efforts in South Sudan end as fake dog poop oh. causes diplomatic row. Company offers employees no. pods to masturbate in, complete with VR headsets. Pillow fighting becomes no. official combat sport, moves from bedroom to ring. Dolphins respond to flute playing, proving live music could improve aquatic communication. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> what was the third one? Humanitarian efforts in South Sudan end as fake dog poop causes diplomatic row. <laughs> What's the fourth one? Fuck you. What was the fourth one? The fourth one. Cof- company offers employees pods to masturbate in, complete with VR headsets. Oh, it's the third one, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> uh oh! I knew he was going to get it this week. Uh oh! By the way, citizens, uh, yesterday, yeah, yeah, pull back I, the curtain. I felt, I dance. felt everybody yelling at their, at their, at their headphones. I knew by then, and that's the fun. I knew by the time you heard it. Listen to that, citizen. How does that feel? I actually knew in the time stream that sucks. But look, good for y'all. That. <laughs> When I said fake headline cautious. Shut the fuck up. So I got an amazing text from Sean on Monday. It just, I think it was, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck me sideways. You fuck or something like that. Oh, so this doesn't even rate you going back in your own phone to find the fucking No, because I have. She can't I, even be bothered to gloat correctly. No, it's too much fun. So Sean, after all this time, what's the pattern? Uh, your tiny you're balls. Wrong. <laughs> Uh-oh. F you. <laughs> the fake ones were fake, Phil. Well, that, that, that's... They were self-evidently fake. Go on. They were, they were self-descriptively <laughs> fake. Yes. Every week for the past ten now. Oh, I've never... It's been so long since I've been verbally teabagged in in, in front of others. <laughs> it has been since the last that there is probably. either the word fake or a synonym. And by the way, I have something special for you. Do I have you? a special message. You do. I do. Phil, I'm Whip Around Citizens. This is Citizen Paul. If you're hearing this, congratulations are in order. Congratulations, Sean, for figuring out the train wreck headlines pattern I made up. I wanted to see if you, as a more literary guy, would pick up on a verbal pattern faster or if you would fix it on the numerical order. Now we all know. Happy to contribute, and thanks for all the laughs. Citizen Paul contacted me right before New Year's with this idea, and I said, holy shit, we got to do this. Paul, thank you so much for the idea, mm-hmm. and thank you for the voice message, mm-hmm. which you gave me a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and that phrase at the end, now we know, mm-hmm. oh, it's that much fun. Mm-hmm. Now, here's, here's, a, here's what's extra special about that, because I gave him a shout out just a few minutes ago. Synergy. <laughs> we'll be right back. I, we will be one. You wait one second. We'll belay that shit. This. This is funnier than I thought it was going to be. This is the thanks I get. <laughs> the nerve. <laughs>
taking advantage of my <laughs> potentially concerning attention span, citizen, whoever. All right, Paul, take us to break. Now we all know. No, 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 no. It's always game day over at Potadelphia. Come relive the soaring highs and more often the crushing lows that come along with being a Philly sports fan. We cover the week's sporting news from national stories to those that are more Philly focused, all from a fan's perspective. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 9.15 on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Potadelphia. You can also catch us live on the Painted Lines YouTube channel. If grabbing us on the go is more your speed, we're available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, oh, gosh. I hope nothing bad ever happens to either of you. <laughs> And with that, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for sticking with us. As it turns out, yes, we both did come back. And uh, here we are in Act 2. And you know what that means. Sean, do you know what that means? Uh, I'm, I you don't know. The, you knows? haven't picked up on this pattern Who either? Knows? You haven't picked up on this pattern? Science! <laughs> Still matters, Dan. Fibonacci sequence. Dick bag. <laughs> I'll have you know something <laughs> I heard from multiple people <laughs> when I told them. Who were like, you know, I had listened and I didn't know either. Now, did they listen to it twice a week by virtue of doing it and then editing it? Not all of them. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. No, this is true. So anyway, do you know what today is the two-year anniversary of? No. It's the two-year anniversary of my first of three surgeries on the Achilles tendon. Oh, right, because recently there was the two-year anniversary of the injury itself, so now yep. we're along a particular yep, it's a week later, of, uh, and, and the it's... Freedom Trail <laughs> the li- of your gore. Yeah, my limping, my, my Freedom Trail that you're only allowed to limp on, the, basically. The, you can't the, hike it, you have to right. limp it. It's also, by the time this comes out, will be just about the two-year anniversary since the first restrictions and lockdowns due to the big dumb thing. Oh, God, I was, gee, I was hoping we could talk about I that. I know. So anyway, as as I, we talk about this, the lockdowns. Coincidence, I think not. <laughs> lockdowns, restrictions, mandates, all that's coming to an end, better or worse. But I'd like to for call now, it. now, at least. I'd like to call attention to, uh, yes, possible for now, because you never know what's going to happen in the future, as we've learned. Uh, but I'd like to call attention to a study from Public Health Wales and Bangor University in Wales. Uh, and some of us, myself among them, have mocked the vaccine hesitant, the flippantly careless, and all of the other COVID idiots we've encountered over the past two years. Yeah, we had a whole thing about it. We and did we, have a whole thing about it. We did indeed. Turns out there actually might be an underlying cause for the behavior that I have mocked as COVID idiocy. Did we not touch on this before? Childhood trauma. Oh, I don't think we talked about that. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh. Well, again, I say again, I was hoping we could do that. <laughs> it's just a light. Oh. It's fluffy. That's great. Rub my nose in shit and then show me people being traumatized. <laughs> At least for it's dessert. a truck full of child coffins, which is, that's, that's a sign of that's good luck. That's heartwarming. <laughs> Closure. Like the lids. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, see, did I say that? Or did you? Hey. Hey. You're hey. complicit. I know. You might as well have forged those hinges on those closing those children inside. <laughs> so the researchers actually did a good old fashioned phone survey and managed to talk to 2,285 Welsh Shut-ins. folks oh. <laughs> over the age of 18. You Welsh? say Welsh. 
because they're doing this in Wales. Incidentally, by the way, I checked and it wasn't a question shut in either because they did the survey uh, December 2020 into January 21. So we're talking even before we had vaccines and stuff like that. Right, so they were yeah. talking to people, you so know, really all, in the height of the we're thing. We're all shut in. Yeah. Um, they were asking questions about the childhoods of participants, particularly if there were any adverse childhood experiences, like living in a house where family members are in trouble with the law, substance abuse, things like that. And then they asked about their attitudes towards the mask mandates and restrictions, other measures in place to sp- stop the spread of the big dumb thing. So here's what they found. Uh, what they found was that adults with four or more adverse childhood events were more likely to report low trust in the information the government was giving about the big dumb thing and all the restrictions, other measures that we were thinking should be a good idea. On most measures, compared to people with zero uh, of those incidents who had lousy childhoods, um, were about two to four times more likely to think that face covering should go, that they'd be hesitant about the vaccines, that they were being unfairly restricted. And I guess for me, the takeaway here is twofold. First... Investment in early childhood education, well-being in general, we're more likely to avoid creating people who mistrust science, and we are more likely to avoid complications brought on by general covidiacy. And I think the other thing is, you know, it's... You're so good at this for it being written so recently. (laughs) There was an audible call, folks. Uh... Right about an hour and a half ago, right about now, real time. Oh, shit. Yep. Uh, okay. The other thing that kind of like makes me that makes me think of is that yes, we we are. I'm happy to mock the stupid around here, but it's one of those things that as many times as we will mock the stupid on the show, it is important. You know, you want to think that there is a bigger thing sometimes behind some of these stupid actions. I mean, as long not as it's a, not mother brain or something. Not always. I mean, well, don't, mother brainless. Uh, boom. Team name. Um. You know, it's one of those things, and I think we're good at that on the show, is we, we, we will happily mock what deserves mocking, but, you know, one of those things I'd love to... We, I mean, we said so ourselves. Yeah, I'd like to... How can we be wrong that when we <laughs> mock, it's, you know, yeah. it's obviously right when we do it. But I like to think we also do a good job at calling attention to, like, the bigger things behind certain things, and I think that that's part of the fun. it always does boil down generally to ignorance, arrogance... And greed. Those are generally I mean, the things yes, that we absolutely. ultimately are laughing at. Absolutely. On this show. Well, we try to, we always try and to punch farts. up. That's for sure. Well, and dick jokes. Right. That's true. Right. But imagine a dick farting. <laughs> the dream of comedy, I suppose. You know, which is funnier? What? That's not. Farting a dick. Not as funny. Or a dick farting. Farting a dick. That's hysterical. Okay, well, apparently you know more than Confucius. <laughs> I also have better hair. Uh, so, anyway, Sean, it's a, it's a two year anniversary. Better breath, a, too, at this point, a, I would think. <laughs> I hope so. You know, I don't want to smell your filter, though, no. to find out. Please don't. Or his, uh, I don't know. Uh, good question. Maybe, the, I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. I don't want to smell it, whatever it is. Yes. Boy, you're giving me a segue you don't know yet. But thoughts, sir? I keep doing it. Well, look, I, it, it, I, I know. hear <laughs> a thing asking people to talk about, oh, not talk about, but to sort of, um, you know, access and at least as far as data points, take stock of childhood trauma. Sure. And I'm immediately like, all right, whoever says they have none, number one, search their house. <laughs> okay. Sure. Number two, they're lying. Mm-hmm. And and number three, that probably sure. indicates the most of all. So, but so there's one thing. Sure. Um, I, I let me clear one thing up real quickly with that is that the the, the comparisons that they were making in the end mm-hmm. were the people who said they had none at all to anybody who had. Four or more. So there was a whole range well, in there with people that vents. But the starkest contrast was between anybody. And apparently there's a ceiling where you go above four and it's like, yeah, everything just kind of fits in and, and you become very 
you know, averse to all of these, all of these common sense and you know, scientific based well, mandates been, and things. Right, you've been occultized. You're occulted. You've well, it's also could the, be, it's defense, defense mechanism sure, too, fine, to a point. Fine. My point is, yes, go on. My point is, it, it, like we all have traumas, and I understand. And I have sympathy for each one. Yeah. Even while acknowledging, at a certain point, we have to hold people responsible when it comes to absolutely. You're now making a choice. Being forearmed with knowledge, or at least it's available to you, you know, it, it's 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 a shame. Absolutely. It, ultimately, what it boils down to, which is weird saying on this show, if we could just be decent to one another and on the level and reject only ignorance, it would all work. I have been saying that for years, <laughs> and I, that's why we're friends. I'm just saying. And so, yeah. So, that's it. I don't, oh, that's uh, it? That's it. <laughs> we all have trauma. I hope yours gets dealt with out there, but once you endanger the planet <laughs> and other humans, I got. I'm gonna have to ask. Gonna you draw to the step, line here. Yeah, step off, sucker. <laughs> so I figured after something so serious, we needed. Thank you, by the way. You're welcome. A palate cleanser, and it's time for blank really? Holocaust edition. <laughs> wow! 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 No. Phil's list? <laughs> Shin Phil's list? I don't know. It wasn't going to work. I was trying to get that, too. It yeah, did not happen. Real or bullshit? Sniff this edition. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then I catch an article that I just have to save for a game only because it doesn't really play into anything else. And this seemed like the time to deploy something to give us a breath of fresh air. Hence my accidental segue. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, accidental olfactory comments. And yes, absolutely. Art. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why it's art, but I know it's art. What anyway. you're doing right now is art. <laughs> I know it when I see it. Then mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm seeing some shit right now. So anyway, a article popped across my feed. I had to read. It was GQ's article: Five Avant-Garde Fragrances You Have to Smell. Okay. <laughs> and I read it. I feel like there's a whole, there's like a new thing. There's a new push about like, smell this. I, really well, like... it got me thinking that pretty much anything can really be a fragrance uh. that we can market. So are these real fragrance fragrances you can buy to freshen up your spring look? Hmm. Or am I <laughs> wafting some hot bullshit your way? What? You just said, <laughs> you, unironically, apparently, you could wear a scent to alter your look. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is <laughs> you're just naturally funny sometimes, which is probably the truth. <laughs> or you're going to be telling me about something that people are slathering on that changes what they look like. I'm using the parlance of the article. Ooh, because it's a nail polish. It's a part of the look. Edit here. <laughs> ah! Are you ready? Yeah, man. <sighs> Sniff this. The Soft Lawn. Uplifting, green, earthy. The Soft Lawn has forward notes that evoke a freshly opened can of tennis balls, along with a sunny spring day at the tennis courts. Real or bullshit? Okay, well, you didn't say fake. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, what does that have to do with it? Note that he didn't get the joke. See? See? It took him a second. I had this, Sometimes. I wrote sometimes, this. A, I finished writing this exactly an hour ago. Sometimes when it's staring you in the face, Phil, you don't quite pick up on it. See this what I mean? True. Even when it's your own joke. So it's real or bullshit, fart dick? I'm going to say that it's bullshit. That's actually real. Oh, it's a freshly opened can of tennis ball smell. Not that I dislike that smell. No, it's, it's, it's not a... I don't like it or dislike It's an interesting smell, and I, ca- I think that's somewhere that... 
maybe the fragrance makers of the world, Big Smell, shouldn't be playing with. Just because you could. <laughs> Big nose out there. Yeah. Should. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is how I feel about all of the real ones in this list. Uh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> you can sell that for a dollar. You probably could if we could bottle it. Much like the next one. Rattled. Ethereal. Metallic. The scent of warm towels. Rattled has scents that combine to evoke the smells that many people have, re- have, have reported after having mild concussions, oh. along with the scent of a warm compress used to soothe an aching head. Real or bullshit? Fuck you. Fuck you. Bullshit. Fuck you. So confident. Why? Because that one, you're rubbing my face in it. You're like, hair, hair, hair. <laughs> smells like a head wound, you pattern missing fuck. <laughs> That tells me that when you're writing quickly, <laughs> that means when you edit, you're like, all right, let me try not to insult his intelligence too much. And, and for weeks, it works. Sniff this. Mm-hmm. Serpentine. Green. Powdery. Aldehydic notes meet your nose as this scent evokes the concrete jungles of the city. Concrete meets Central Park on a hot day in the summer with this unique fragrance. Did you say formaldehydic to my face? I said aldehydic. Aldehydic. Aldehydes. Aldehydes. Yeah, so aldehydic. Of which formal is... Forma is yeah, one? Yeah, it's, one it's an aldehyde, yes. Bullshit. That's real. No, wait a minute. I swear. Wait a rotten minute. No, here. you're not going to say I didn't believe that it was the aldehydes. No, no, no. Your bullshit counts. No, 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 no. Of course it counts. Wait, what do you, ta- what's the, what do you, you want to wait? You fooled me and all. Okay, or, what do you want? they fooled me. What does it smell like? Apparently it smells like the city, like the concrete in the city in the summer. Like next to a park. Can I ask one question before we move on? Please do. Am I making a mistake by thinking that each of these things is is necessary is bottled as a as as a like body contact it's bottled as a body contact cologne? So these aren't even just like these are Yankee Candle type things that you can just go burn. No, this these is are cologne. Like, place it on your purse. This is squirt that on your wrist, rub your wrist together, and put it on, yeah, like your pressure on place. purpose. Yes, these are not just at some garage sale that insane no. children have put together after no. they kill their parents. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> How you feeling? Ready to go. All right. Well, you've got two. The good news is I've only got five, so you just need one of these last two to be a winner. Well. Oh, to space. <laughs> <laughs> Lost Sean already. <laughs> oh, to space. Sideways. As it says on the label, notes of latex, fire, gunpowder, bitter almond, all mingle together to give you the smell of outer space. NASA veterans' accounts of the smells they experienced in orbit were used to create an out-of-this-world smell. Real or bullshit? Am I... Am I mad at you? <laughs> or the world? Or I'm mad at... Right. <laughs> Big nose. A, a company of some kind. What'd you call me? Um, <laughs> it's beautiful and big. Thank you, my nose. Uh, blah, 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 blah. What are the... <laughs> choices are real or bullshit no 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 <laughs> burnt almonds and i remember hearing this latex before. fire gunpowder and bitter almond right i mean i remember reading accounts that that is what space I, but i i think you know that and see so we're like he might recognize those as real things and then bite that someone would make that fragrance bullshit real ah. <laughs> and, and i i appreciate Who's selling that i don't know i didn't uh, look up who was selling it i just looked at the descriptions where, I would, where are you reddit talking about this no, I told you it was a GQ article. GQ? Yeah. They've How low they've sunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, you need this last one to be a winner. I feel dirty either way. Good news. Bottle that. You'll love this next, next one, then. Forager. 
Decaying wood, black truffles, and notes of hay and pigs greet the wearer who dares apply this scent. It's inspired by the truffle collectors and their loyal four-legged companions and is designed to transport you to the woods seeking out delicious fungi. Real or bullshit? Oh, boy. This is demoralizing. <laughs> Just for you. Uh, I don't know. Everybody else, I think, is enjoying the shit out of this. Uh, I don't know. If only they could bottle Schadenfreude. <laughs> Schadenfreude. Oh, that's actually that the, is mat- that's the theme of this episode. Fucking title: Schadenfreude. <laughs> All right, you, well, you hit the title immediately. There's no question. Then I will say that this whole episode <laughs> and this scent is bullshit. He's a winner, ladies and gentlemen. He got it. He got it in the last one. I don't feel like it. That was specifically <laughs> just me trying to whine. It was, you know. Great. Good. Good. We did it. We made it. Yes, you did, buddy. And uh, as and always, sticks. we put the link to the show notes. There were other ones that I did not use in the write-up of this that are also similarly insane, but Is not Cheetos quite. there? I feel like Cheetos, there's a Cheetos no. everything now. I mean, what, uh, wasn't there... Well, you talked about the French fry one a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, which wasn't listed in this one. Uh, uh, but uh, there, there's all kinds of weird scents out that there. That was a... Through... Like what KFC Idaho? I thought the state of Idaho wasn't it? Oh yeah, right. It was in yeah. before that. There was a Christmas episode we did. Phil, we're starting to yes. way back when. There was a I think a chicken nugget thing too. I think so. Because I tried to get it for Edie and it was already gone. Ah, bummer. But yeah, you can uh, have some of these scents if you want, except for the ones I made up. So you know, obviously. Anyway, we'll be right back after this with more or less that scent. Hey, uh, Sean, who you got in the first race for the email there? Ah, I got the whipround at gmail.com. It does well in the rain. Okay, what do you got for, you got the social media links and uh, extra content and a Thursday thing from Phil every now and then? Well, as far as the Phil thing yeah. with that hidden addenda his, you yeah. got to go to Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Whip around on Facebook. Facebook. Okay, and the third race and the pictures and the picture race. Who you got for that one? Who? The pictures? Instagram. There ain't no other bet to lay. You go to the whip around on Instagram. Where else would you go? You want to lay your money on something else like a loser? Well, I don't know. I mean, they also got Twitter in that race, don't you? What's that? You can check out Twitter if you like. It's a fast thing to do. It's a quick It's a quick little thing. It's not going to win for the pictures. No, 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 no. going to win for the pictures. No, that's okay. Then we got all this all together and some bios and stuff like that. This is the last big race. got everything on there. got the inside scoop on this one, all right? Oh, who am I betting on this one? It is at the Whip Round Podcast. Dot com. The Whip Around Podcast. Put it all com. on the Whip Around Podcast. Dot com. I'm going to take this to the window. And that's in anything. That's win, win, place, show, show it's shit, it's whatever. Two, two. Alongside the shark and pick up the or whatever, like those pieces of shit. You want to come back? Yeah, sure. You'll never know. You'll never know. The cool bonding experience that just happened. Bonding, not bondage. Which, by the way, real quick, I have to say on air. I th- cut my finger from during the last break. week. Wow, how did you manage that? I don't know. We were just chatting. Well, can we use the, my new favorite sound effect that yeah. I just want to compliment you on air about? Sure, yeah. The rough sex sound effect from last week. This <laughs> <laughs> is my new favorite Good. sound effect of all time. It'll probably end up getting used again because, unfortunately <laughs> or not, that ends up bouncing into some of our shows. It is amazing. I just want to compliment you on by the way again really quick peeling back the curtain those sound effects don't exist necessarily stock sean you know blenders all that together and it comes out great i just want to say what it together you blender it together (laughs) sean and frida it's the only line that i know (laughs) stop everything (laughs) 
<laughs> it's time for three for the road. That time of the show, we talk about the things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular run of the show. It didn't fit into the theme of the show such as it is, which is Sean and Freuda. <laughs> if you're just uh, joining us now, which is wild. Weird. How does that happen? You were just like, let me zoom that motherfucking thing along. Uh, anyhow, what's going to happen is Phil and I are going to volley back and forth talking about things that just didn't quite get into where we wanted them, but they're real weird news stories just burning holes in our brains. We each get 30 seconds per turn, three turns each, to tell you about those stories. Now, at that 30-second mark, unfortunately... Uh, you're going to hear something a little bit like this, which is Desi the Decibel, played, hopefully with some understanding, uh, by Phil, telling us to shut the fuck up move on to the next person. And again, once we each have gone three times, that's it. We'll move on to some plugs and some chit-chat. And if we don't say it, then we do mean it. We love you. We appreciate you being here. But please also rate, review, and subscribe. Maybe tell a friend. <laughs> Anyhow, we'll get to that when we do. Phil, you've done so much work. I was thinking that maybe you could use a break, so I'll yeah. go first. I'll take a Union 30. Of those... Uh... You didn't ask if I had any questions for you. I was just going to ask. Do you have any questions for me? Yes. Of those fragrances, which one would you consider? Uh, none. Not even the tennis ball one? Only my own scent matters. Uh, go. Sniff me, beautiful. In Eight-Legged Freaks news, goddamn motherfucking giant shit, 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 spiders the size of a kid's fist are about to fucking rain down on the east on a bitching coast this coming spring per Axios and confirmed by way too many goddamn atlas to be a joke. And wow, boy, hi, howdy, did I ever check? <laughs> fucking hell, millions of cold weather tolerant, quote, large Joro spiders are expected to begin ballooning up and down the east coast as early as May. The spiders have apparently been in some small spots in the southern U.S. since, like, 2013, but now, now, researchers at the U of Georgia say they're coming for us. So they hasten to add that these things are, quote, harmless to humans as their fangs are too small to break human skin but google image search these and imagine them dropping onto your neck and crawling into your clothes and that's not fucking harmless goddamn fucking spider shit fuck fuck <laughs> and it's physics that fuels your nightmares news you just heard about the airborne spiders that will soon be parachuting into your picnics <laughs> this summer <laughs> but what my esteemed colleague didn't tell you is that researchers are simulating how the arachnids actually get their lift as it turns out research hmm. published recently in Fizrev E by researchers from University uh, UCLA and Notre Dame Louvais in uh, Lebanon have found Obviously. air currents are only part of the equation and it's actually the electromagnetic field of the earth Evil. itself is enough to lift tiny spiders up up and away Evil. Uh, they use computer graphic simula uh, simulations utilized by Hollywood to simulate hair in order to uh, make the movements of the spider silk they were able like to account for gravity E-field charge distribution of the threads and air resistance what they found out was that the charges on the threads cause them to spread out over time, creating a wider shape, which gets them the lift. Uh, quote, we think that at least for small spiders, the electric field without any help from outwards air currents can cause ballooning. So, my friend, if one of these things land on you this summer, just blame physics. And send in the demon's news. How appropriate. And send in the demon's news. An ancient Japanese shrine said to house the demon. It's cracked oh, open. Yeah. Making Japan the latest trend of overly obvious omens at the end times approach. While the devourer blood and tears has come. Whoa, whoa, whoa to the living. Yes, this past Monday saw huge demonic news at the so-called killing shrine, or Seisho Saki, I guess, of Tochigi Prefecture, as a famous, well, boulder said to house the wicked spirit of a nine-tailed fox complicit in ancient geopolitical machinations. How's there forever less that emerged to reform and wreak havoc on all the good and decent people of Earth? Well, it broke. Yeah, the millennial-old myth that's supplied poems and art all over the centuries housing the more millennia-year-old volcanic rock is out of the bag. As tourists over the past few days have noticed a gog, the legendary rock was split, basically, in twain. Ceremonial rope useless on the ground nearby. Uh, while geologists note water has been seeping into the porous stone for some time, weakening its structure, surely that's actually just an end times thing. In, hey, here's some good news. News. A uh, proof of concept study has been done at the uh, Latern Thoracic Surgery Research Labs in order to prove that it's possible to change the blood type in donor organs intended for transplantation. Uh, the experiment used ex vivo techniques to take up to take two lungs from a blood type A donor that are not suitable for human donation anyway, so they weren't wasting them just for a test, and they put them into a novel system they developed. One lung was treated with an enzyme to remove the type A antigens from the surface, and the other wasn't. Both lungs were then placed into the new system, and a type O blood was added. The lung was the, that 
lung that was not treated uh, was uh, started to show signs of rejection and the lung that was treated seemed to be well tolerated. This is fantastic news for everyone out there waiting for organ donations to come through by eliminating blood type barrier to donation. Organs can be donated more equitably and based on medical need rather than waiting for someone to get lucky. And hey, don't forget to register as an organ donor, folks. If you end up in the cabinet, you don't need your organs. Someone else might be a hero. And, and you don't know the joy news, a traditional arranged marriage exploded at the altar recently in the Etowah district of Kanpur, India, moments before things got underway. Why? Well, evidently the groom and his family tried and failed to hide the fact that he was bald until it would have been too hey. late for the bride's side to back out. I'm offended. First of all, bald is beautiful and some skulls right. are particularly lovely, but anyway, Thank on you. February 23rd, A.J. Kumar was noticeably fiddling with his traditional headgear as he crossed a sprawling lawn toward his bride-to-be. She noticed, confirmed dude was secretly bald, fainted, then when she awoke, refused to marry a bald guy at any cost, at which point wow. quote, a fight broke out between the two sides. Elders called things down, but both families are back to the drawing board and a bit of advice for our aerodynamic friends. Don't hide your bald. Love your bald. You don't know the joy, lady. That sucks. Anyway, <laughs> and finally in your harsh and my buzz, man, news. Uh, a new study out of the University of Chicago with help from UCLA, boy, they're everywhere this week, has found that there are no lasting benefits to microdosing LSD. Although it's been in the news lately for purported benefits from everything from PTSD and depression. elephant girl. <laughs> Double blind study either dosed people with a couple with a small dose, a medium dose, or a placebo uh, of a total of 56 participants, only small study, but during four separate sessions with three or four days in between, participants were given one of, the, one of those three doses and then tested drug-free with regards to cognitive and emotional performance. Good news, bad news bad news first quote the results were a little bit disappointing and we didn't see any dramatic improvements uh, in mood or cognition or really any lasting changes in the measures we looked at that was harriet dewitt lead researcher and even over a short time span tolerance was built up but the good news it does seem that my lsd microdosing is safe with no negative effects to heart rate uh blood pressure or any other vital signs so unfortunately as with so much research when someone promises you a miracle take it with a t- uh, tab of salt but hey no lasting uh, effects so uh if you microdose them if you got them that was the longest three for the roads ever <laughs> What's just, your excuse? Just throw out because I wrote I this an hour to ago. Format and edit. I, well, <laughs> bring on your shit about the war on brevity, folks. At least this one, the joke isn't on both of us. Oh wait, yes, it is. I can't spot a pattern. Neither of us are good with time. But I'll tell you what's a good time. Philadelphia, <laughs> the only Philly sports show that matters. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good time listening to them. Uh, find them on the YouTube Painted Lions channel, and whenever they uh, find podcasting. Pot. God damn it. Well, well, well. <laughs> I think I'm microdosing your vapors, man. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Fuck. I'm I'm relaxed is what I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> every Wednesday with the Philly Sports with the Philly Sports attitude. Totally. Balls, bats, and hey, pucks. hey, hey, maybe bats and balls soon. Uh, it's possible that yeah. they got that labor agreement. They're getting uh, there. Yeah, the whole I actually heard that they fic- they were starting to get to uh Fixing the draft issues. <laughs> Sean doesn't care, care about, but you will. Sean doesn't care about this kind of thing, but if you do, you can find him every Wednesday with those fantastic hosts. We got Dave and Oh Juicy Gene. Once again, a fine podcasting thing. Yeah, wherever they're check found. Check it out. You know what else? Phil's got a wife. She is extremely talented. She is extremely our web mistress. And she is extremely willing for the right price. To do any kind of commissions for some cool shit. That's right. Phil, plug your wife for him. The magician's assistant, Facebook and Etsy page, and uh, the redheaded tailor on the tick and the talk and the insta and the gram. Broadway level talent. And as always, you know, uh, quotes are free. uh, Consultations are free. Yeah. And she will tell you whether or not something can even be done. That's right. Because she knows she's done some unrealistic things. She can do it all. Including a stormtrooper wrestling a velociraptor. Pew, pew. To the car, car, or whatever. Screech, screech. Eee! Or what? I don't know. What do they do? <laughs> ah! 
Bah! I don't know. What does the pterodactyl say? Remember the... What does the fox say video? Then fuck that. The thing. You pull the string, the little kid's toy. Yeah. And it looked like a weird clock with like yes. ass cheeks. And you pull it and a big fat spinner would go round and round and they'd be like, the giraffe says... Nothing. I don't know. It's a bad example. The cow says... <laughs> you, gonna, so you picked the giraffe. I, I do remember this. I know. You know who else might remember it? Who? Citizen Gabby. <laughs> Fantastic artist inspired by things that are way more sensical than that spinning clock metaphor. And uh, if other you things. You can that- look at one of those spinning speaks or whatever they are and tell me that it doesn't look like a weird clock. With some it kind does of weird look like a clock because a- it's got feet, but it looks like an ass. So do you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but Gabby doesn't. So check her out. Citizen Gabby, as it's spelled, as it sounds, on the tech and the talk and the Instagram for all of art inspired by our stupidity. And some other stuff, too. And some well, other fantastic cool stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. And again, thanks again for reaching out about the children's caskets last week, Gabby. Yeah, clearly we appreciate that. Yeah. Mega impression on Phil. Oh, I love it. It made me so happy. Uh, my wife has referenced it at one point. She's like, oh, you're just not excited because there's no truck full of kid coffins <laughs> which is now like a bar for excitement here you know? it's like well it's not a truck full of kids caskets but it's fun the whip around <laughs> almost as much fun as a truck full of kid coffins we go love ahead, you go ahead and you know magnet that to your mental fridge <laughs> <laughs>